This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to school. That's right, from school supplies to school lunch to actual school itself, we're going to cover everything about going back to school. So grab your backpack and don't forget your homework because the bus is here and it's taking off right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. You are the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's pad. the time blast. Time blast. Of the Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster Toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. We are ALIVE Alive and kicking here with the following podcast, which is scheduled for memories in places a 60-minute time limit. Introducing first today's topic. Every summer draws to a close for youths around America with the same conclusion. A new grade level, new teachers, new classmates, by golly, a brand new school year. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are presenting Back to School Memories. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and the fanfare of figures with actions. These two had the back to school experience 12 times. And now to relive that more than the next 12 years as their kids partake in this tradition. They are the rainy defending Toycast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toycast. All right, boys, back to school is here. Are you guys ready to go back to school? I'm ready. Dude, my kids go back to school tomorrow. Oh, my kids went wow. back to school last week. Oh, you've had a whole week? <laughs> Lucky man. I just got back from Alabama. My nephew has been in school since August 4th. Yeah. Dang, man. Alabama's starting them early in the year. Yeah, I think they still deal with that, like... The old school farm system where they they start in August and get out in May. Like oh. He gets out. Oh. He gets I out. You were joking, but no, he goes like August fourth and he gets out in like May tenth. This is his last day of school because oh, he needs to be tending the fields in so. early May. Tending the yeah, fields. Yeah, the, the, the great fields of Muscle Shoals in Tuscumbia and Florence, Alabama. This is just a built up city. I know. So yeah, back to school is is on the horizon. But you know, before back to school is vacation. Time yeah. of year, right? Yeah. Dave just mentioning being yeah. in Alabama. I was on vacation all week. Joe, did you uh, do anything? For no, the I was here while you guys were out <laughs> living your best lives. Yeah, I had quite the week. The last like eight days have been been insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went to Alabama, left on a Sunday night, got back on a Friday morning. Um, good times. I want to give a shout out to the Shoals game room down there. Uh, Josie hooked us up with a bunch of coloring books from like the 80s like a vintage. literal stack there's yeah. like over 20 books in this pile yeah it's pretty awesome it's like transformers gremlins gi joe star wars I mean, these are all straight from the the early 80s mm-hmm. mid 80s so really really cool there and then just had a cool little game room for 10 bucks all you can play games are like six pool tables um if you ever find yourself in northwest alabama or northern alabama or south southern tennessee like wouldn't be a bad stop to Muscle Shoals and, and hit up uh, the Shoals game room. Talk to my man Josie, one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. He even gave my nephew a free, um, like a free slushie. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, but where did, you, where did you head off to uh, there, Keith? 
Well, it was the longest I've ever been away from <laughs> the shop and maybe from my ho- home ever. We were yeah. gone for like 10 days, or actually maybe more than 10 days. I don't even Spent know. Spent a week in the Outer Banks, North Carolina, which is a beautiful place to be on the ocean. But boys, you know what I you know what I drove by the other day, oh, right? Oh, yeah, go The ahead. Pizza Hut Classic. Let's tell the people about this place. I know. I'm one of the few people on earth that actually know these things exist. Yeah. But yeah, there's been times <clears throat> in the last year or two where I would Google a list of locations of Pizza Hut Classics. Mm-hmm. And I was sad because there was never one near us here. There are a few in Michigan, but they're all like five hours away. True. And uh, we're just driving down a street in uh, Manio, North Carolina, which is an island in the Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. And I see that marquee, guys, over my left shoulder, Pizza Hut. But underneath it, it says the word classic. (laughs) Tiny writing. Tell Melanie, stop that car. You turn, er, get in the parking lot. You know, you're drinking out of that little red cup. Got the little lamp there. They got the arcade game. They got the old salad bar. And, you know, what timing, right, to be in a Pizza Hut classic with TMNT Mutant Mayhem being promoted. So there's literal stacks upon stacks of boxes. Mm -hmm. Um, Every... Every one of the four turtles has their own unique pizza box, which I didn't know. Then there's a box of the four of them together. Mm -hmm. Then Pizza Hut brought back the big New Yorker pizza. So there's a Ninja Turtles version of that box. It was great. And you walked away with all the boxes. I walked away. I could have. You could have. Yeah. I felt bad for the staff of this Pizza Hut Classic (laughs) that have this madman in there taking photos. Like, (laughs) I went and apologized. I'm like, I'm sorry, but we don't have anything like this back home. Do not. Would it be okay if I took this box? And she was cool with it. That's I think cool. it helped I had two cute little kids with me. Always helps. Yeah, always helps. Always My son helps. here, he would really, he really like wants this, this box. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, I hear this. I hear this weekly. Sure he does, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great vacation. Had a lot of fun. Happy to be back. Happy to be you know podcasting. We had a whole month of Turbo. We did. Right? Yes, we Turbo, did. Turbo, man, she always brings the goods. Turbo's man. fun. We've Turbo got, I got so much feedback the last couple of weeks yeah. about specific. Well, honestly, all three. Simpsons was tons of feedback. Mm-hmm. Happy Meal Toy was tons and then tons of feedback about last week's episode yeah and uh, the first feedback we got off the simpsons one was actually right here in the shop with uh with joe um your buddy he comes in i guess regular he was painting at the plymouth christian academy oh yeah, yeah jeez, was, i forgot about that yeah, and he was talking vacation. about how he was listening to the podcast and the and the kids over there like overheard it and were intrigued and asking questions he helped promote uh the, the podcast to them so feedback from turbo to a brand new generation yeah. of kids. I love it. Yeah, we appreciate you, Joe, having the, the youth of the nation listen to the Time Blaster <laughs> Toycast. So that was a couple weeks ago. Then the Happy Meal Pod just happened, yeah. right? And we got a voicemail on the Time Blaster toy line, 734-494-2292. This thing, guys, it was like a literal story when I heard this voicemail. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Alex in California. Mm-hmm crafted a beautiful tale of a memory that he had, and I think he said 1995, met someone very famous and very cool, so we're going to play that message right here. You've got mail. All right, so let me take you back to a time when kids' dreams were as big as their Happy Meal orders, and when nostalgia would find its origin in the form of action figures and cassette tapes. We're diving into the Power Rangers movie McDonald's Promotion in my neighborhood, Southern California, McDonald's. The air was electric with anticipation, and the word on the playground was that the White Ranger was making a special appearance. My parents drove me up to that golden arches really early. So there we were, parked in our trusty family car, excitement simmering in the air like a Big Mac sizzling on a grill. And then out of nowhere, a white van pulls up next to us. 
Now, I don't know about you, but seeing a white van usually triggers images of stranger danger in my mind, you know, like an abduction mobile or something. This was no ordinary van. Through the tinted windows, we could see some fumbling happening, like someone wrestling with a giant golden white plastic burrito or something. And then, like a bolt of lightning from Zordon himself, it happened. The door of the van slides open, and there he is, the White Ranger. I'm not talking about some half-baked attempt at a Power Ranger cosplay, because, besides, this was back then, nobody was that good. This was a real deal. The studio crafted costume from the movie, gleaming in all its leather-clad glory. And my little heart couldn't handle it. The White Ranger was being escorted by Hadford, like a pro wrestler on his way down the entrance ramp. Or in this case, the linoleum floor of a McDonald's. But here's the kicker. It was just a glimpse. He went back into the van like a superhero on a lunch break. And we went into the McDonald's to wait. And oh my goodness, they had it all. Action figures, cuts, swords, packaging, cassettes, you name it, they slapped the Power Rangers logo on it. I remember snagging a Red Ranger Zord with a three and three quarter inch uh, Red Ranger action figure and a White Ranger Falcon Zord, also with a very pint-sized White Ranger. And fun fact, McDonald's recently released the Red Ranger by itself as part of a Happy Meal nostalgia line a few years ago. And let's not forget the Power Rangers cassette tape. That tape was like a musical lifeline. My little daily dose of metal riffs and power-packed vocals. But let's cut to the chase. The best part of this tale was the moment of truth. Meeting the White Ranger. In the flesh. Or should I say spandex. Inside, next to the restroom. Because where else would you meet a Power Ranger? And I have this Polaroid that's practically a time capsule. Featuring me and the actual White Ranger. Like a Polaroid snapshot from a parallel universe where children's dreams are currency. Now you might be wondering, did this fantastical day actually happen? Because I've scoured the internet and I've found no evidence, no record of this event. But you know what? It doesn't matter. I've got that Polaroid. That core memory of a day when a white van brought, not here, but the ultimate Power Ranger experience to a Southern California McDonald's. Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. Your power will forever live on in our childhood and memories and that one prized poor Lord. All right, guys, can you believe? What a story. <laughs> what a story. I was on the literal edge of my TMNT stool that I'm sitting on right now. Man. Yeah, it was well well written story there. Like I know. Alex the, put in more work than I ever have. have. My, my question <laughs> for Alex is like this something that he wrote for school and found, or did he just uh, rewrite it up for the memory? Because it's awesome to hear. I mean, it was it was well put together. I mean, that right there, five minute voicemail like that, it, like you said, on the edge of your seat, you're just waiting for waiting and waiting and oh. I know. I, uh, what a day. I talked to Alex. I'm like, please find that photograph. Oh, yes. yes. Please find that photograph. It would be so cool to post that on social media and share with everybody. So, yeah, we appreciate the story, Alex. Awesome. Thanks for calling in. Guys, if you have a story of your own, we always say it. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a text on the Time Blaster toy line. But we've talked enough, guys. It's time. It's back to school time, right? We got to get back to school. Well, I don't want to get up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back to school... It's it, it's funny because I always think of bringing toys with me to school when I'm heading to school. For sure, like, yeah. You know, whether it, even if it wasn't show and tell, there was always something you threw in your backpack just to show one mm -hmm. of your friends. Hey, man, hey, you can't look go to school got. alone. You yeah, got to have so, backup just in case. Right. So I was thinking, like today we're going back to school. Like, 
Let's bring two toys like we typically do on the podcast. You know, let's throw them in our backpack. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've got, I've got one. You got one. I've got. Well, I have two. Uh, I'll start with in in both the toys that I brought with me today. I have stories in real life of one of the toys I brought to school, one of the toys I saw in school. The toy that I brought to school is a toy I brought when I was in kindergarten to show and tell. Almost left it behind. I've talked about it in the past. It's my Fright Features Ray Stands Real Ghostbusters action figure. Oh, nice. You know, I brought him to school when I was five years old, and I'm bringing him to school here today when I'm mm-hmm. much more than five years old. <laughs> Just a little bit. But yeah, man. Squeeze his arm and his ears pop out. Yep. Classic toy. Yeah. Everybody had and a race. Almost race left them behind. I remember like leaving school and going OMG <laughs> and then running back down the hallway, running into the classroom, digging through, and yeah. I, f- I found them. At least you remembered before you got home. For Imagine sure. getting home and opening that backpack and him not being there. Uh, yeah. Oh, How would man. I be busting ghosts with you only three be. of the four Ghostbusters? <laughs> I would be very sad. <laughs> so I brought Ray Stands. What about you guys? I got one. Mm-hmm. So let's let's take it back to nineteen ninety four, right? Let's okay. do it. This came in a set. We're talking the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers mm-hmm. Power Gun Sword. Oh, jeez. Deluxe, the deluxe set, right? The Morpher and the Blaster. Yeah. So little Joey snuck both of those things in his backpack. It <laughs> <laughs> took those things to school because, look, you're watching Rangers, right? And whether they're in the park or mm-hmm. they're hanging out with Ernie at the juice bar, where do they keep their Morpher? In their backpack. Yeah. So, you know, I thought I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> Taking the morpher in my backpack to school, feeling like a million bucks. You never know if 10 to 12 putties descend Dude. upon your elementary school. <laughs> you don't. You, you got to be prepared. <laughs> you <laughs> you got to be prepared. The gun or the sword. The gun sword. Yeah. But Such a weird morpher, name for that It item. was. Why didn't they call it the power blaster? That's what it was. I know. Crazy. But, yeah, it was an awesome toy. One of the hottest toys during that time. So you had to show it off. Oh, you were you definitely to. showing off if you had you that in your backpack. You were the cool kid. Dave, yeah, did you ever it. bring a Power oh, yeah. Rangers so, gun sword to school? <laughs> no, not a Power Ranger gun sword. Um, other things I won't discuss here that uh, shouldn't be bringing to school. <laughs> However, um, I did bring for kindergarten, I, I have a little story here. Um, I brought Wiley Cat from uh, Thundercats with a space board. Nice. Oh, okay. LJN brand um, mm-hmm. a Wiley Cat there. And the reason I brought Wiley Cat, because, and I know it had to be their kindergarten or first grade, because you get that little bit of jitters. I mean, yeah, I had an older brother. We walked to school together, but like, he was like a little kid, and he was like in the Thundercats. But he was, you know, him and his sister—they were pretty. They're pretty cool. They're fearless. Mm-hmm. So it was just one of those things where you take yeah. the toy of a kid. He's relatable, and like, you know, helps get helps you get over that little bit of fear the first day of school. Yeah, perfect. You channel the Wiley Cat. That's great. You know, that kind of segues perfectly into my second toy that okay. I brought to school. So let me tell you the backstory because I didn't bring this toy, toy to school. Uh, so it's 1991. My family moves from southwest Detroit to Southgate. Mm-hmm. So it's my first day of public school in a new city. In a new city. Which, you know, when you're a kid and you're moving to a new city, it's, you know, it's like fish out of water. Yeah. You're like so nervous. You don't yep. know anybody. You don't like know how the day's going to go for you. So I get to school and I don't know where to sit. I just sit like wherever, right? And there's this kid like a couple uh, seats in front of me, like a row over. And we like lock eyes and this kid, remember when your uh, desks, you could like prop the top of it oh, open, yeah. right? Yep, yep. So he props the top open and he like slides up this action figure, 
Hasbro Series oh, 2 Macho King Randy Savage. Dang. This kid has a Macho King in his desk. Now, was he purposely showing you this figure? I don't know. Or he was just opening it. Okay. Because you <laughs> said I, locked eyes like he was like, yeah, look at this. But I saw it, and I was like, "It's gonna Southgate's going to be all right. all right. I'm going to make it through. Yeah. I'm going to be okay because this kid has a Macho King, <laughs> right. and I can at least talk to him about wrestling. Well, but I, I will never one. forget that kid in his Macho King in that fourth grade that's classroom. That's amazing. I enjoy yeah. that very much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So my number two. So there was a lot of, um, I don't know if you guys experienced a lot of toy trading in school. Yeah? Maybe during uh, yeah. recess or trading a little bit. Trading cards yeah. trading yeah. for sure. Toys. Now, yeah, not toy trading. Joe, you were quite trade. the hustler Listen, at no, school. Your Sean Kemp jersey. Look, and yes, but, <laughs> but yeah, this, you traded clothes and This toys? was not of my, I did not create this one, all right? So, you know, when class started, we would have to line up outside. Right? Okay. So yeah, we would line yeah. out because you're waiting for the bell to ring and you'd walk in. Uh-huh. And one day I'm standing there and, and my buddy's in front of me and I'm watching him and this other kid and they're trading these toys. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen these before. And so I asked him, I'm like, what is that? What are you guys doing? And he shows me Z-Bots. Oh, oh Blue, so they're like uh, micro machines. Yeah. 1992. The little Z-Bot figures, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I got to get in on this, right? So I go <laughs> home. get in on the ground floor. Right. And, you know, I, I got some allowance money. And, you know, okay, mom's going to Kmart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and see if I can find these things. And they used to come on uh, a three-pack yeah. on a blister card. Yeah. And so I got one. I think they were like four bucks. Yeah. Couldn't beat it. Go to school the next day. And there I am trading Z-Bots, waiting to go into class. That's when the deals happened. Early in the morning, trading Z-Bots. I remember trading two of mine for one like bigger Z-Bot that came with a, with a motorcycle, I think. Oh, sick. That was my first trade. Yeah, forget nice. Pokemon, dude. Z-Bots dude, Z-Bots is where it was at in 1992. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Z-Bot it. trading. That's, that's a good story. So the, other, uh, the other toy I'm going to bring with me here, um, you know, hockey, big hockey player back back in grade school. So I, I had hockey practice sometimes before school, sometimes right after school. Um, starting lineups were kind of hot in third, fourth grade. Got myself my favorite player, my my hero at one point, his mm-hmm. little 10-year-old me, 11-year-old me, wherever it was, was Pat LaFontaine, mm-hmm. Buffalo Sabres. So I brought his little 1993 starting lineup. What position is he in? Is he about to like slap shot? Up? Uh, he was stick on the ice, left foot, like oh, right foot okay. firmly planted, left foot up on the toes, you know, ready to take a nice little sweet wrister or mm-hmm. dish a nice little sick pass to Alexander McGinley <laughs> on a 76 goal season in 92. For sure. Yes. Yeah, that. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> All of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Pat LaFontaine, he's from Waterford, Michigan. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was one of those guys. He was a Michigan player. Um, and as a kid growing up, I was like, this guy's so cool. He's from Michigan. He's. A, one of the top best players in the NHL. He's got his own action figure. He wears number 16. I wear number 16. It's going to be my dude. So he's my favorite player growing up. So I'm going to bring him to school quite a few times. And especially if I had hockey practice after. It was just one of those things. You just you had him on you, a little good luck charm, whatever yeah. it might be. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Patty LaFontaine coming along for the ride for the, for the school trip along with Wiley Cat in my backpack. That's great. So we've got all our toys, right? Mm-hmm. So... We're going to talk school memories, but I thought, hey, let's frame it around the idea of, like, actually going back to school, yeah. right? Yep. So our backpacks are on, and Dave already kind of alluded to the fact that he walked to school. Um, yeah. My mom drove me, okay? I got my mom drove, drove me to school for, since, what, kindergarten until, well, I did take the bus once I moved to Southgate. But for the good first 10, 11 Till I was about 11 years old, I mm-hmm. was getting drove to school. Yeah, pretty much all of elementary. Yeah, yeah. always uh, a vehicle, either yeah. my mom 
Or a bus, or eventually I drove myself. But yeah, right. walking to school, come on, man. What is it, like 1950s? I ain't doing that. <laughs> With the rain and snow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, all the elementary school I walked, would be the occasional Friday. I yeah. think when my younger brother started in school, my older brother would have been in middle school, high school. Um, Six-year age gap, so actually my younger brother started elementary school my older brother was probably in high school mm-hmm. so when that happened my great aunt would sometimes pick us up on a friday and take us to uh to mcdonald's right after school oh, which was always pretty yes. sweet that's pretty nice but other than that it was always walk to and from school i mean like it was different kindergarten time on, i mean like maybe kindergarten yeah. i got dropped off because it was like a half day but mm-hmm. yeah i just always walked my older brother usually walked with us um, I actually got a story of walking to school. So they can walk to school today, a little six-year-old me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my older brother's in sixth grade, and he's a safety captain. Oh, boy. So, you know, remember this with ooh. the orange, like you're the mm-hmm. big boss, man. You're the big the boss. <laughs> <laughs> so so he gets his corner or whatever, but he's got to leave the house early. Mm-hmm. And, he's got a man his station. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets out of school a couple minutes early to get to his station. But I, So I'm walking with the neighbor kid. Uh, he's coming to the store a few times. Bert is his name. Oh, okay. Um, so walking to school with him. And uh, I encounter my first bully. Oh, no. No. So, uh, you know, kid comes up. He's two grades two grades ahead of us. He's, you know, I'm in first grade. He's probably in third or fourth. Typical bully. And um, you know, I you know, remember walking. This kid comes up behind me and puts me in, like, the Vulcan death grip, the old Spock, like, right on the back of the neck. Oh, no. Locks in, pushes me down. I'm picturing Yokozuna calls, doing it to the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, nerve hold. So getting bullied walking to school for the first time, and, you know, he, he was a big kid, too, and I get to school, and I'm all upset, and it pushed down. I didn't, of course, the first time I didn't stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any better, and Bert just continued walking. But he didn't get <laughs> He's picked like, I on. hope I don't get Right. <laughs> I'm a walk like, faster. Well, I can't, he, there was like a group of group of them, so he he didn't get any. I, I, I was a little, I was kind of a small, scrappy kid. Yeah. So I, of course, don't see my older brother the whole day in school because in elementary school you didn't really run into the other classes. Yeah. Right? Even at recess, it was usually like still the, the younger kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, coming home from school, I was terrified walking home. But I went to my brother's safety post and told him, "Hey, this Kyle kid mm-hmm. kind of picked on me coming up going to school," and he's like, "Punch him!" So walking <laughs> home, I didn't see him. Thank God, I got home. I told my mom, though, and my mom's like, oh, we're going to this kid's house. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm talking to his parents. Did you know where she knew where? She knew where, yeah, he lived on the same street Ooh, as us, baby. but on the other, like, there was, like, an intersection that he was on the other side of, but mm-hmm. the same. So we didn't go. I thought my my, my dad was like, no, we're not going to go. So the next day I saw him, mm-hmm. kid walked away before he could even touch before he, I don't even know if he was going to do anything. <laughs> He's I just turned around. I just yeah. turned around and punched him right in the chest. And then got my butt kicked. Uh, hey, pretty still, good. Still. Pretty good. Still. Uh, so walking to school. And that was the only fight I got into like during the school year, walking uh-huh. to school. Um, and, and then my older brother, I think, uh, took care of business with him a couple uh, couple days later. I'm pitching, I'm later pitching a boss day. man slam on the concrete. He might have. I just know that that kid never picked on me again when, when, when CJ found out that I got I got into a fight on my way to school. Were you so. aiming for the chest, or could you not reach the face? I don't know. I probably was. I was yeah. a notorious straight. I mean, my dad taught, he taught us if I ever def- you know, punch straight, don't throw hook-looping shots. Just throw punch a, straight into the nose. Just punch straight. So yeah. I punched straight. And probably was like mm-hmm. eye level with his chest, so that yeah. just happened to be where I hit, and I heard him. Yeah, but I didn't know how to sure. follow up. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I got one good shot in and stunned right. him, and I just was like, right, I'm going to walk to school now. And then next thing I know, I'm right. You thought it was on over. The ground, and yeah. 
getting wailed on like uh, the kid in the Christmas story. That's the that's the woes of the child that walked to school. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know the right. elements, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. the outside yeah, but, X factors of the other kids. Right. My wife Melanie always tells me it's I think it's Riverview where you guys grew up. You were all yeah. pretty close to your school. She said she walked to school when she was five years old. Holy yeah. crap. She walked to school by herself when she was five years old. I believe it. Yeah, that doesn't happen did. today. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Just different times. Yeah, yeah she would have been on the other side. Cause it was funny the way our elementary school was because we would have went to the same elementary school and same high school. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she would have walked the, the Longsdorf route. I walked the Colvin route. And yeah. She got to walk down the up and down the big hill <laughs> uh, to and from school. Crazy. So, Joe, uh, how about you? Did you walk to school? Did you get drove? Did you take a bus? What was your f- mode got, of transportation? I got drove all of elementary school. I didn't live super close. Um, I didn't start taking the bus until middle school. Okay. And then I didn't start walking to school until high school. I lived a block and a half, two blocks away. Oh. But I was drove. I didn't yeah. get beat up in the car or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a, a bu- the only time I did the bus was middle school. Yeah. Middle school was on the other side, like probably two, three miles away. And the bus had- was a whole other world. But it was. The, the bus stop. The, the etiquette of the bus. The bus stop was wild. I mean, going to, to, for us kids that went to Memorial Elementary School, like we never took the bus. We walked, just, all of us walked to school, a handful of us had our parents drop us off. So this was our first time, like, kind of being your know, middle school kid. So you go to the bus stop, you're kind of free. Yeah. yeah. You go there, and that's the first time I was ever offered a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> was at the bus stop, and I was like, no, no. Like, hey, yo, Dave, come here. Just like, you know, you go through dare in, like, fifth grade, high or middle school, seventh grade. So, you're, you know, you're kind of prepared right. for it. And I was like, no, I don't want that. But, yeah, I was like, God, the bus stop's wild. It's <laughs> a wild there west, baby. There were always fights at the bus stop. Yes. Like, it yep. was like, these two kids are going to be, it was almost like a WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Like, you knew it was going to happen or after school at the bus stop, after the bus dropped us off. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be hype. It's up going all day. down. So, the bus stop was a wild place to be. <laughs> I just walked there, waited, got on the bus, got to school, got off the bus, walked home. Like, I had no incidents there, but there was a lot of wild mm-hmm. things happened at the bus stop. Yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, the difference between walking or bus or being drove to school is the amount is the time you could leave your house. Yeah. With my mom driving me to school, we could wait till the last second because it was like zip to school in like two minutes. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I can take time eating that bowl of cereal half awake. Mm -hmm. I can watch an extra 15 (laughs) minutes of the Jetsons or (laughs) the Flintstones or whatever was on TV that day. If you were walking to school, man, you had to leave early. Well, yeah, I mean, we woke up early. Did you guys have a preschool routine, like a before you went? Like, I remember we, I would wake up, and real little, it would be like GI Joe, whatever that show was, where the kid had the power glove for Nintendo. Oh yeah, and wasn't this called like Captain N? N. Captain Captain N. N. Yeah, and like that show would be on GI Joe, um, and I think like. My Little Pony or something would come on. That's what we put Sports Center on, mm-hmm. and then it was time to get ready after like an episode of Sports Center. Hundred percent in the nineties. By like ninety three, it was Sports Center every day. Yeah, for sure. Right. But the the show I can remember watching the most as like a real young kid, probably like six or seven, was uh, Double Dare. Double okay. Dare. Double Dare was on in syndication in Detroit, and uh, I can remember. You know, specifically one episode, one morning, I'm like half awake watching Double Dare, and it's Mr. Perfect versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You guys ever seen this one? No, on Double Dare? And then there's one with Bobby Heenan and somebody, or maybe I have like the matches mixed up, but I'm pretty sure it's Mr. Perfect versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's crazy. And I was like, oh my, who knew? You know, like 
There was no internet or <laughs> no. Instagram to know that Mr. Perfect will be appearing on Double Dare this week. That's crazy. He just shows up. <laughs> Killed it. Probably was great at everything. You yeah. know, he definitely yeah, reached in the nose and grabbed the flag. First try. First try. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Summers was shaking in his boots. Like, this guy could take so my you job. Really are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Double Dare was my my go to for a long time. Joe, you have any? I'm uh, with Dave with GI Joe. It was. Oh yeah, G. it was GI Joe. I don't yeah. Remember G- ever seen GI Joe? Early morning. It was, it was early. Like Six a.m. Yeah. My older brother. Yeah, for the military brothers, early. right? Early morning GI Joe. Wake up early. Get your push ups in and. <laughs> Watch right. G.I. Joe. Right. Salute the American flag. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, was that for Sports Center, I remember it was time to get ready. So, yeah, it was probably like G.I. Joe mm-hmm. at 6 or Captain N at 6, G.I. Joe 6.30, and then 7 o'clock Sports Center, and then 8 o'clock it was time to get ready. And then yeah. later in the 90s, it was Beast Wars because they played that Beast early. Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, like later 90s, 96, 97. Nice. Yeah. What, uh, what about breakfast before school? Is it just always a bowl of cereal? Usually, yeah. Usually, yeah. It's the easiest thing. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like making toast, so I'm just going to pour cereal. Yeah, in elementary school, for sure, it was, you know, whatever my mom whipped up for us, which was cereal 99% of the time, mm-hmm. the occasional Pop-Tart or... Toaster, toaster strudel, <laughs> but uh, when toaster strudel came out, what a game changer, dude! It changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> Mom would get so mad at me. Double packets icing on one, <laughs> she hated it. Think yeah, of a breakfast cereal makes me think of like the old breakfast cereal commercials from back yes, in the day, yeah. right? And like every breakfast cereal commercial at the end, it'd be like. You know, Fruit Loops is a part of a balanced breakfast, <laughs> and, then it, and then it would show that like shot of the breakfast table. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it'd be like a bowl of cereal, a loaf of toast, bacon, mm-hmm. orange juice. Hat. It'd be like the most. You're like, there's no one on earth that eats this much food for breakfast. Mm-hmm. That Fruit Loops is just a part <laughs> of a, a part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just plays a small role in mm-hmm. the amount of food you're supposed to consume at 7 a.m. Crazy. Yeah. No, we were just so you were just cereal too. Oh yeah, for sure. Cereal. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got into middle school, high school, I I was sleep was far more important to me than yes. breakfast. So mm-hmm. it was, oh, I've got to be to I've got to be the bus stop at seven twenty. I'm getting out of bed at seven a.m. and uh-huh. <laughs> like <laughs> getting ready and out the door at seven fifteen to hustle to the to the bus stop. Right. Yeah. Or or to high school, you know, in my freshman year, I rode with my older brother, but my sophomore year and half most of my junior year, I walked before I could drive. So. Same thing. High school was the best. I could literally leave the house five minutes before first hour. Wow. Because I was that close. Yeah. And slept as long as I could. Wow, that's great. It was the best. So we're at school now, right? We got got the school, right? It's the first day of school. You guys have any memories of uh, being in school, like the first day of school? Or did you have a specific – I know there were times where it's like you're going back to school shopping. Right mm-hmm. in the yeah. summer, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Ooh, that outfit! That's my day one outfit." Got to get my that's, Tommy Hilfiger that's outfit, my, baby. That's, my, that's me at my best, right here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was funny when I was little, though. My mom just bought clothes, or I had hand me downs from from the older my older brother. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't remember really back to school shopping for clothes. No. Um, except for like until I got a little bit older, like fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. 
like maybe once but yeah as a little kid it was whatever my mom was like you're wearing this today it's like okay i don't want to but you don't really have a choice <laughs> I you know remember my mom buying champion from kmart Ooh. and back then you're like oh i don't want champion i gotta have <laughs> nike mom but yeah. now you're like champion hell yeah yeah you had been the trend setting right? yeah those champion clothes now from kmart are worth some money man which is crazy it is absolutely nuts what the heck yeah it, it was definitely a um definitely most of probably kmart clothes mm-hmm. if i had to if i had to guess yeah like whatever was new but yeah i mean my memories of the first day of school actually is like more like the week before school. I have more memories of that going to find out the run up, what class you're in, who's your teacher, what classmates yeah, you have. Yeah, gotta find like your friends. All yeah, that I stuff. remember that in like the '90s for sure, like uh, middle school and near the end of elementary. I don't know how we found out what class we were in, like when we were in first grade. I don't, I don't know Sweet. how my parents would have found out. You just, I mean, now we go to meet the teacher night and stuff. Yeah, and it's posted before that, and you find the classroom. That stuff did not happen when we were. I don't kids. think it did. Oh, no. see, for any, it did. I specifically remember really? second and third grade meeting I, your teacher before school. Not meeting the teacher. Oh. Meet knowing what my teach who my teacher was and what class like what my classmates were. Yeah, you okay. know their name. Yeah, because like because yeah. like oh. they would post it on the the school like door every mm-hmm. grade every teacher it, yeah. it would get posted like a couple days for school because we were in the park <clears throat> near the school playing baseball. We used to play baseball in the in the park, and one of the kids was like drove by on his bike and was like class is posted and we're like yeah so we all go running from the park up to the school and there's probably 10 15 of us and we're all looking and looking and looking i remember in second grade i remember seeing oh mrs haycox like oh i wanted the other teacher then like oh i've got like four or five of my friends in my class and being so excited and then third grade it was kind of the same because we were actually playing football there was like a little field by the school because we knew which day it was getting posted it was like the Thursday or Friday before we actually went back to school. Mm-hmm. And we were playing football in the field right in front of the school. And um, my cousin Tom was actually babysitting us. Uh, my parents were, uh, I like were like out of that. time. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> it was just, he just stayed at the house. and it was, He was just there. That's a whole other story for a whole other podcast with a great. But that was, that was my only other fight as a kid was I was there because uh, we were playing football and I kept getting tripped. And again, straight punch to the chest of the kid. This time I knew to get on top and start wailing. And nice, somebody nice. pulled me off. <laughs> Ground and pound. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I did win that fight. But I got tripped about four or five times in football. And it was my cousin who's like, if that kid trips you one more time and you don't do anything, I'm going to kick your butt. And I was uh-huh. like, okay. Right. So that I did. <laughs> Bam. And then uh, then after that, that's when I became a goon in hockey. But nonetheless, third grade got posted while I was playing football. I remember the 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 people from the school coming out and putting them on the man like, you were there at the moment we were that's why we were all playing there it I don't ever remember having that kids. happen and it was awesome and I got the teacher I wanted and I had a couple the couple <clears throat> couple of my friends we were split amongst the two third grade classes but it was awesome yeah mm-hmm. nothing worse than seeing that list and running it down and like you realize your friends aren't on it and you're uh, like oh no right I gotta what am start I from do? square one here right. that happened there was one year maybe like ninth grade I remember going like dude. I don't know any of these people. Yeah. Crazy. I can remember fifth grade specifically. You know, I don't know who these teachers are. I have no clue, but I see the name. and it, it uh, Mr. Campbell. I was like, 
I have a man for a teacher. Oh, it was wow. like the first yeah. time. I was mm-hmm. like 10. I was like, a man's going to be my teacher? That's right. crazy. That is crazy. Awesome teacher. Probably one of the best teachers ever. I love that. Mr. Campbell, you. shout out to you. Shout out to you, Mr. Campbell. Davidson I just, re- <laughs> I just remember my mom being like, go in this door. That's your class. Yeah. Like, I don't remember seeing a list or anything like that. Okay, so... We're talking. If we're talking shopping, we got to talk back to school supplies. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like every kid, you had to have. I feel. I know with my kids now, like they send you that list where it's like a million things that like, they have. Why to buy. do you need so much like, from one kid? Like literally, here, start with a thirty-two gallon tote and then fill it up with yeah, stuff. That's it's crazy. that's how it is now. Back in the day, not so much. You just needed stuff for your own. But I mean, there were uh, you were buying supplies back in the day that never ever got used, oh, right? Yeah. Right. That, yep. <laughs> what's that metal thing called that draws a perfect circle and it has that like a pointy? Compass? Is that a compass? Yeah. Is that protractor? A pro- no, a protractor's like uh, that's the protractor. Protractor's like a. Uh, the flat ruler yeah. with the bottom oh, and the arc over the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. a compass. Yeah, the compass. Is it a yeah. compass? Every, okay. Man, you had to buy a compass every year. I don't. Think I don't I remember ever using that thing. No, I mean, I it do. drew a real nice circle, that, which could be the basis for a basketball that could True. then, you know, become any one of the many NBA teams' logos. Mm-hmm. I only had to get. <laughs> I only had to get one of those in either middle school or high school for like a class, because <clears throat> elementary school we never used them. If we did it, like the school supplied those, mm-hmm. had a handful, but. Um, no, for I remember getting had to be kindergarten or first grade, and I had the same pencil box and folders for a couple of years, and it was like these dinosaur. Man, your pencil box folders. lasted a whole year. Yeah, my pencil. Dang. I still ha- actually I still have that same blue pencil box. Wow, it's filled with hockey cards. Plastic. Yeah, like wow. a hard plastic. But that pencil box got me through most of elementary school until I started putting um you know hockey cards in it. It was just one of those things where you know we didn't. You didn't really need to rebuy. My mom would buy it and be like, "This is it, if it mm-hmm. you know, and you have it until it breaks. This is your school so treat it good." Box. Yeah. yeah, and I, and I did. And the, I think the only time I remember I mentioned the story before by wanting a specific school supply was the multicolor pencil, the yeah. blue bottom with the white top, mm-hmm. yeah, had the four colors, the white and green, baby. Yeah, and that was like probably fourth <laughs> or fifth grade. I really wanted that thing and got it. Um, and then we had a teacher in sixth grade, Mr. LaCroix, and he made pens. So he all, made pens. All you had to do in is, is bring in an arrow. So my dad being <laughs> well, a let hunter, me go grab an Can arrow. I have an arrow, please? <laughs> so, my, so my dad being a hunter, he had arrows around. I'm like, Dad, if I bring an arrow in, Mr. LaCroix can make me a pen. And he's like, oh, okay. So he's got like his old. Your dad's like, I like that ears. idea. So <laughs> then I lit legit because not every kid. So I went and I had one. I was like, hey, can I bring a couple more arrows to school for like my friends that dads don't have arrows just laying around their basement? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I did. And then he, Mr. LaCroix, just. So what he would do, in hindsight, he just would like put some glue in an arrow. The hotly cut it, stick an existing pen, it, pen and then in take it. like a big pen and just shove it in there with some glue, and it would. What's the point of that? He would cut it to the right length, but you would have this sweet pen. I guess that yeah. had like the the feathers on the, yeah, the back of it, and right around. So everybody in sixth grade had a sweet arrow pen. That's when Dave started cool. his arrow pen business. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. The uh, the multicolored pen that you talk of, I remember buying one of those at the book fair. Oh, oh yeah, God. we got to touch on that. Along with you know a nice Michael Jordan poster because I wasn't buying books. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I wanted everything else: the yeah. posters, the pencil boxes, all that stuff. Yeah, the book fair was crazy, right? Yeah. And there, so that would come. 
There was also a fair like around Christmas time where these two separate things because I can remember one year oh, yeah. where um, you were supposed to like buy presents for your family. Yeah, Santa's oh, workshop. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it was yeah, called. Santa's right? workshop yeah, Santa's Yeah, and I can yeah. remember this had to be. <clears throat> I had to be like seven, so probably like 1989. And you know, like you've never had money or the ability to buy your mom a present, mm-hmm. but school you can do it, school right? So your you mom gives you money to, <laughs> to buy. buy or something. And I remember the thing that I bought for my mom. I'm like looking, like what am I gonna buy for my mom? And they had this uh, necklace there mm-hmm. that was like, uh, like balls, right? Like not like a pearl necklace, but it was like uh, orange colored. Okay, but real big, gaudy. And I saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's just like the necklace Marge Simpson wears. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to buy it for my mom. (laughs) Right. And my mom does not wear jewelry, right? (laughs) So I buy her this, and... She, I don't think she ever wore it. And I was like, Mom, don't you want to wear the right. the necklace? <laughs> you don't want to wear your Marge Simpson necklace? That's but yeah, that's hilarious. Santa's Workshop. Yep. Santa's and the Scholastic Book Fair, yes. Scholastic Book Fair, Santa's Workshop. And then there was one in the spring with like a flower day. I remember buying like flowers. Oh, geez. Yeah, mom's. you're right. Yeah. And, okay. And like, that was like a thing, like buying my mom flowers as she planted and we're dead within a week. You don't know anything about flowers. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Like, oh, I'm going to buy these ones. And it's like, oh, okay, these are like two week Already like, half dead. Like they're just, <laughs> it was just bad. It's like bad pansies or something that I'm like, oh, these look cool. I'm buy these for my mom. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the Santa's Workshop. I remember going every year. I remember buying stuff every year, but I could not tell you anything I bought. Yeah, I don't remember anything I got I had bought. to get from my brothers and my parents. Yeah. So I only had like a five dollar budget. I was very limited. <laughs> I had to stretch that thin. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was always fun part of school was like the book fairs and um and, and I we've touched on it before. I've always talked about like oh I, I remember this kid having it at show and tell. Mm-hmm. That was the the highlight of the school year. I don't know. We I feel like we did it once a month. Or, or every couple weeks, it'd be like, all right, show and tell this Friday, like, bring something in. Yeah. And it was always, like, an hour plus of just kids bringing in awesome toys. Yeah, stuff you probably didn't even really know existed, right? Like, yeah. back in the day, you were seeing new stuff for the first time ever. It's yeah. like a live catalog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or you'd see a commercial for something. <laughs> QVC in real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially, like, uh, RC cars, because I wouldn't really, never really had RC oh, cars yeah. in the house. seeing but, one of those in action. But when you saw, when a kid brought an RC car to show and tell, it's like, oh, okay, this, this kid's doing some stuff. This is cool. <laughs> and that was, like, the only time I ever played with those. But, yeah, it was, show and tell was awesome. Yeah. So there's, uh, there's school shopping, there's school, you know, supplies and the classroom, we got to hit school lunch for a minute, oh, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Any memories of school lunch? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lots of memories of school lunch. I had the red Jurassic Park lunchbox Ooh. with the T-Rex looking in to the Jungle Explorer. Yeah. And the thermos had like toxic waste sticker on it or like that's awesome. something like like embryos inside or something like that. Yeah, Love that lunchbox. Yeah, that's awesome. The thermos, though... That goes in those lunch boxes. Yeah. You know, in order to be kept cool or warm or whatever, like that inner cup is so small. So, so it's like small. <laughs> one, one big swig and it's gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. I never brought the thermos to school, but I had the lunch box. I had a mask lunch box. Nice. I had a. Uh, we just throw like a can of uh, Fago in there or something? <laughs> no, we would get, my mom would give us quarters. 
and we would get milk. Oh yeah, okay. Calder's, Calder's chocolate milk. milk. Oh man, yeah, a lot so of chocolate good. milk. So drink. much chocolate milk yeah. consumed. Oh yeah. yeah, I was like, you go up to the lunch lady, give her your quarter, and you get either white milk or two quarters to get you a chocolate. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would try to save quarters. Throughout the week, I'd be like, I'll just get use this one white milk on Monday. I'll use one Friday, milk. Dave's like, I'll take five um, chocolate <laughs> milk. Yeah. That's all of it. Double it up for the chocolate milks, and they were so mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, I remember, I remember, like we were pretty wild. Like the cafeteria was wild during lunchtime because we had those. Did you guys have like the lawn table and there was like a colored seats? They had like a color on it. It was like a green. Seat or no, I'm orange, just picturing a red. brown table with brown, brown table, brown yeah. black chairs. Yeah, boy folded up yes. when it wasn't yeah, in folded, use. It yeah. folded in half, but ours had colors on them. I think it was maybe color coded for like the grades. Like that so makes yeah, sense. Mix, mix in there, but yeah, I remember third grade pogs were huge. Oh, and yes. that was like yes. lunchtime <laughs> in the cafeteria, it's like a casino. <laughs> it in was this joint pogs <laughs> insanity. Yeah, and it was just slamming, 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 and I, I never, I had some pogs. I tried to get into pogs, but yeah. I, w- I did not have enough to compete. No, I mean by the time you would have tried to get into it, the fad would have been over, man. It came yeah. and went so quick. It pr- really would have been that one single year you're remembering. I had by the pogs, next year they were gone. I liked all my pogs. I didn't want to play with them and lose them. You yeah, know what I trying mean? Trying to damage these boys, right. or yeah, no. lose them in a in a battle. Just kept them in a tube and never touched them. Uh, so. With school lunch, what I'm picturing is like at the start of the month, you'd get that piece of paper mm-hmm. where it have the calendar and it yes. would like say all the stuff. Uh-huh. And you'd be looking at it like, ooh, this is a day. Chicken nugget day. This is a day. I got to make sure I can bring my money. <laughs> um, but there were things on that school lunch thing, like staples of that school lunch menu mm-hmm. that once you're out of school, you never see it again. Yes. Like, have you ever been an adult man and been like, let me get some goulash? <laughs> <laughs> Only? Goulash was like every oh, week on that damn thing. No. Or uh, my other favorite, I'll never forget, meat and gravy. Remember this? Meat and gravy. It was just it just said meat and gravy. You're like, what kind of meat? Like it's a just meatloaf. Meat. Or... It would it would be like a um, an ice cream scoop of mashed potatoes. Yes, love those. And then they'd take a a scoop of meat and gravy. It'd uh-huh. just be like brown gravy with like meat in it <laughs> and just pour it on top who of knows the, what we were eating <laughs> pour it on top making the most savory of a sunday on your yeah. little tray yeah meat and gravy and goulash i'll never forget so you were a buy lunch at school kid it would depend it would depend you'd look at the thing and like pizza day you're yeah. like i'm in like but Mom, yeah please. goulash like i'm packing a lunch that day yeah. i don't want goulash no, all, all our money went to we were we were packed lunch every day every day until there was like a a point in middle school where my mom let me buy lunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's when I. Had, but it was my own money. I had to do stuff to get. Yeah, lunch you had to money. earn. You had to earn that but, goulash. Um, but yeah, so I remember getting chicken nuggets only. Chicken nuggets were great. But yeah, chicken yeah, nuggets ele- would have been a highlight in elementary school. It was just. I mean, I was brown bagging it by fifth, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. So I had like a lunchbox through third grade, and. It was always like peanut butter and jelly, and yeah. it would be awesome if you ended up with like turkey or ham. <laughs> but yeah, it was like PB and J ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, my go to would have been salami sandwich. Salami, literally salami, salami and mustard and on bread. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a lot of bologna sandwiches too. Not yeah. that I didn't like them, but you just that's what <laughs> I didn't my mind own. taking lunch. Yeah, it yeah, depended. You know, it. if yeah. you had gushers, you wanted it. Get a bag of yeah. Doritos in there. A lot of times, my mom would, when she's feeling generous, right? Uh-huh. You open that lunchbox, and there'd be a dollar in there, right? Ooh, so like, you could go what? grab something else, right? <laughs> but most of the time, I'd be pocketing that money, 
right? So maybe at the end of like two weeks or maybe at the end of the month, I'd have like 10 bucks. Oh, that's smart. Like, mom, let's go to KB Toys. She's like, where's this money coming right. from? So like I kept that money. Toy money, baby. Yeah, that's smart. That's yeah. good. That's real good. Yep. <laughs> you know, you th- after lunch, did you guys have like gym class or recess? Like immediately after? It was like shortly after for us. <sighs> Stomach's all full. You're like, oh no. I uh, feel like they were pretty close. Uh, Well, I recess was immediately after. Right after. Yeah. yeah. Like you eat and then you go outside and like, run, run it around. off. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I, and then with that being said, you guys ever play kickball at recess or anything? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. And I recovered much more quickly from kickball back then than I do now. But I loved kickball back then. Yeah, kickball was a staple, basketball, and then there was just Lots like- Lots of hooping. There's just like kids jumping rope and what have you. Just like kids running crazily. Yeah, doing For no no- reason. Doing nothing. Like, why are you running? I remember in real, when I was real young in elementary school, like, I would just try to go as far- Far away from the school as you could possibly get without getting in trouble. Yes. And then just stay there until it's time to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had at, at Memorial, like you probably know Keith since Melanie grew up there, but there was like that church. Uh-huh. And before they built that big giant wooden play structure. Which that is, is still not, there. No, it's gone. Oh, now. really? Finally. Yeah, it, it's gone. That thing got built when I was in sixth grade. It I was helped. there for decades. I helped build it. Ooh. So when it got tore down, I was kind of sad. Yeah, oh. that but thing I, was really cool for the time. It was awesome. Yeah, but that was as far as you could go. With the church, if you hit that that church parking lot, that was too far. You mm-hmm. were getting in trouble. Um, but yeah, anything else? Fair game. But they had like playground stuff that kids could play on and, and do things. We used to have to do the presidential fitness test. Oh, and we God, had one I of forgot those about things. that. I remember that. Climb this rope. Yeah. You're like, yeah. What? I can't. I'm <laughs> so weak. <laughs> We had a whole we had a whole playground area for that that we would do. So yeah, yeah. I mean, and I was a hockey player, so that was easy for me. I remember doing the presidential fitness test. But that, most of the time, yeah, we played kickball at recess because gym class we would play it, and then we would con- the handful of us would be like, all right, we're continuing the game yeah. or yeah. try to get as many kids as possible to to finish it off. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that can be uh, talked about in regards to school. Like when we said we were going to do this. I'm like, okay, let. but in talking for the last 30, 35 minutes, I'm like, we have to talk about school again because there's tons of stuff Lots we, of we didn't hit on. You know what I mean? I know we want to start wrapping it up, and Dave was mentioning kickball as a mm-hmm. child, and I feel like it's only fitting that we finish this episode talking about playing kickball as grown men because <laughs> right. on the podcast, we have yet to talk about the fact that Time Blaster Toys has an official kickball team. Yeah. Yeah, we, I believe we talked about it in the deleted... Uh, <laughs> the uh, lost the episode. The lost episode from... Uh, what was the convention? Really cool. cool Real Comic-Con? cool Comic-Con. Oh, maybe we did. Yeah, and, uh, we talked about it... Um, before we talked to Ethan Page, we had like a 20-minute discussion. But anyways, it was a kickball league. We were... Big game last for a uh, couple nights Big game, under ago. the bright lights, baby. Oh, it was man. like the sandlot. The fireworks we were going off. The, the moon was so big. Right? So, Super moon. So our first game, we got totally embarrassed. We lost 20-2. We had no idea what we were doing. No clue. And um, we were trying, but the team that we played were the defending league champions, and they were a bunch of most of the team, I'd say, was in their 20s. God, looking back on that team, man, those dudes could boot the ball, they huh? They could boot the ball. Because since then, no one's kicked at that team. No. That team they, was crazy. They were kicking they got it got the over, technique down. Literally half heads. their team was just kicking homers. A bunch of right. soccer players or yeah, something. a bunch of studs on that yeah. team. Yeah, that team was really, really good. Because in the next game we play, we we were competitive. We were competing. And there was Joe's first game with the team. Yeah. He held down third base. 
Um, and Keith still was still trying to find his position. He went from shortstop to outfield for the <laughs> second game. I've been holding on first base. Had a lot of action in the first game, a lot of action in the second game. The team really came together in that second game. I had my opportunity. Joe's tying run on second. I had the go-ahead run on first, and I had a pop-out to end the game mm-hmm. down 3-2. to two. So here we go. Game three. We're playing a team again, a bunch of 20-something-year-olds. Like, man, these kids. <laughs> but we're, we're hanging in there. Keith's like, I'm going to pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, we put Keith as the pitcher, and that, I think we found your position. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I'm pitching. It worked. Yeah. And um, we fell down 2 nothing in the first inning, and I was like, not this again. Like, I know. We're just mm-hmm. falling down. And then, you know, third, second inning, bottom of the lineup comes up. We get a couple base hits. Bases loaded, missing Yaks one to, to second base, which was vacant for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Second baseman was like playing on the base, and she boots it into a perfect spot. Two run score, a little throwing error, gets a third run inch. Bases clearing single. We're up three to two, and we were up three to two for like the whole game. I know. Yeah. Dude, we, we had multiple innings where it was like three up, three down. One, two, yeah. three. We were, we were, were feeling quick. it. You were pitching that no mo slider. Had <laughs> <laughs> no, no one could touch it. You know, we were, our defense was on lock, and then they got they got a couple nice little hits. They tied the game up, and we go to extra innings, mm-hmm. guys. Extra innings. Our team, everybody, like this is the thing I can't stress enough. Everyone played such a key part in this game, like, and mm-hmm. helping this team victory. Again, that bottom of the lineup comes up. Justin, our buddy Justin, gets on base. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alina with a beautiful sacrifice to get him into scoring position. Yep. Again, we're in extra innings here. This is the first extra <laughs> inning. Keith comes up top of the lineup. He gets to second base, Justin on third, and then old Joe here. <laughs> Big time, game-winning hit. Sending it. in two runs. We're up 5-3. Then we got to go play defense. Keith with a catch, Justin with a couple of catches to win us the game. One, two, three, bottom of the eighth, lights out, full moon shining above us. We get our first team win of the season. By this time, it's 11 p.m. as well. It is 11 we, The game started at 10. Yeah, yeah it was but awesome. But, yeah, wow, what a picture Dave just painted Dave for, just for you all. Dave just painted you guys that game perfectly. We promised awesome. you a back-to-school episode, and we just talked about our kickball win. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> hey, it's related to the podcast. Yeah, it all ties and, in. And it was, it was awesome. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I, and I hope I can make it out to uh, some of the games this season. These early starts, I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, so uh, – yeah, kickball's great. Back to school, tons of fun. Like I said, guys, we will come back and we got to talk school more because there was uh, so many things that I was thinking about that we didn't even really get to. But no, we're we running low on time, man. Keepers. We've got yeah, we didn't even talk track trapper, trapper keepers. keepers. That's gonna be that'll be next year. You know what I mean? We yeah. got to go back to school every single year. Every so. year. <laughs> so next week we're coming back with uh, old favorite, and we will talk about it right after this break. All right, guys, we're back. Next week is the return of the founding father of mm. the Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short, the fourth installment, boys, WWF LJNs. Where it all started. Who's going to join the illustrious ranks of the Honky Tonk Man, of Iron Sheik, of Jake the Snake Roberts? Who's going to be that fourth TBT, BBT champion? We're going to find out in seven days' time. We'll see you guys next week. 
Welcome to the toy cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. It's the time blast of the toy cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hand. So get your notepad, we talking about collectibles. Compare to the seal, know the value is exceptional. As it can be from TV to the VHS, Power Rangers, Star Wars, He-Man, Playset, Transformer, G.I. Joe with Destro, like Bryce with the glow, power from Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Welcome to ToyCast, here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.